This episode of Discussing Who was recorded in early 2023 and may contain segments speculating on the Doctor Who 60th anniversary. As always, we hope you enjoy the show. Are you ready, Doctor? To hold in your hand the heartbeat of every Dalek on Skyrim. Send them death. Exterminate! Spoilers. The Discussing Network presents Discussing Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Kyle Jones, and I want to welcome back again the one, the only, the magnificent Shannon Perry. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me go back. I want to say it again. The one, the only, the spectacular Shannon Perry. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> but was that an upgrade or a downgrade from magnific- Magnificent to Spectacular? Did I go up a notch or down? Let me just say this. For everyone listening, let us welcome back the Magnificently <laughs> Spectacular Shannon Perry. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> awesome to be here. Awesome always to have you. And it is awesome always to say Lee Shackelford. Welcome back. Thank you so much. How are you? Thank you so much. I am well indeed. Very well. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know how Shannon's going to live up to that introduction, but I don't know. I mean, that's, I'm not. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of pressure to put on anybody. I mean. Well, I, you know, I have to give Shannon this. It does not measure up to that introduction that I gave you at some point when you did something, <laughs> you know, you always do something spectacular and amazing always, but that's right. I, I remember one, it was like, ladies and gentlemen, but anyway, yes. Yeah. I will say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Clarence Brown, Mr. Brown. How are you? I am doing well. And as always glad to be talking with you guys. Well, I am always glad to be talking to the three of you, and as always, loving having Shannon on with us, especially for a two-part Missy episode. But before we go (laughs) on, Lee, I want to point it back to you. Quick question. If we have someone listening for the very first time, what do you like to tell them? I always like to tell people, um, thank you. Thank you for spending this time with us. You've got other things you could be doing, and we thank you for the gift of your time. Indeed. And Clarence, if we have someone listening and they want to subscribe, what do you like telling them? I'll tell them that you can support this show if you so wish to by subscribing on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening on. And we also ask that you leave a review and tell a friend if you can. If you have a review idea for us, please send that in along with anything else you want us to know to discussingwho at gmail.com or at discussingwho on any and all social medias. Excellent. Excellent. And speaking of review topics, we are marching toward episode 300. So we will have to do something fun for 300. So just saying 300 is literally right around the corner. Wow. So you're open to suggestions. I am open to suggestions. Yes, absolutely. One million billion infinity percent. Absolutely. 
That's a lot. Indeed. So we've got to get a lot of suggestions. Let's do it live yeah. from Cardiff. There, oh. I was <laughs> going to say live from Gallifrey, but your idea is way better. <laughs> and easier to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's practically the same thing, I, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I guess Indeed. so. So for everyone listening, we're not going to delay any longer. If you have not seen The Witches Familiar, put us on pause, go out, watch the episode, come back, because from this moment forward, spoilers. Spoilers. Affirmative. Spoilers. Spoilers? What spoilers? And I killed Sparky, too. <laughs> Alrighty, the spoiler warning has gone out, and we are back to review The Witch's Familiar. This is the second episode of the 2015 series of Doctor Who, first airing on the 26th of September, 2015. It starred Peter Capaldi as the Twelfth Doctor, Jenna Coleman as Clara Oswald, and Michelle Gomez as Missy. This episode is part two of the two-part series opener. So, summary view, Clarence Brown, I want to start with you. Summary view, what say ye? Uh, Timey-wimey done right. Actions, consequences, um, some rather... um, what should be painful moments for Clara, if you know Clara's history. <laughs> and just overall, I just think it's a well-written, fun episode of Doctor Who that actually didn't take us to a lot of set pieces. You know, we just had a few set pieces there. But the writing and the um, intrigue was was so good, it, it kept me hooked. So I really enjoyed this episode. Awesome. Lee, what do you say? I got to agree with Clarence. Um Clarence has, has given me sort of the uh, a, a lens to look at Doctor Who through, honestly, just by saying the word fun not too long ago. And I, I, I just keep thinking about that. That's that's really what we want this show to be, isn't it? We just want it to be fun. And uh, I felt like this particular hour of the show is a lot of fun. Mm. Shannon, what about you? Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I think there are some amazing performances in this one. Like, oh, my God. Clara inside the Dalek, the doctor when he's on the cables and even Davros, like a character mm-hmm. I have always just every time he comes up, it's like, oh, God, not you again. So, yeah, just some amazing, amazing performances in this one and a great deal of fun. There, I I wrote down so many lines <laughs> I mean, I have to really struggle to find my favorite when we get there. Awesome. So for me, I think I agree with everything you all said. I like this. It was well-written. It presented Davros in a way that was the same, but different in a way. And we'll get, you know, get into it, but hands down, I thought this was just some of the best Dr. Who out there. So, yeah. So let's talk about Missy and Clara. And I want to break down our conversation into Missy and Clara, Doctor and Davros, and then, well, that's actually the two different things that I want to talk about. So let's talk about Missy and Clara. And Shannon, since you are such a fan of Missy, I want you to take this first. And it can be anything in the Missy and Clara that happened anytime in the episode. So take it away. Missy and Clara. 
I could go on for hours. I could take up this whole hour and like no no problem at all. So sorry, boys, you're you're gonna have to stop me when I run out. Of, I've exhausted my welcome here, but I I love the opening. I've got a pointed stick. If that helps you. <laughs> Is that a Monty Python reference? I'll get back to that in a minute. But anyway, uh, the from the very beginning, Clara wakes up and is like. I'm upside down. Okay, so I'm upside down today. Like, that seems perfectly normal. And she just carries on. And it's like five minutes into the conversation when she's like, why am I hanging here? And that whole sequence, that whole conversation is just is just wonderful. It's so funny. I I love the, the rapport between the two because they clearly don't trust each other further than they can pick each other and heave each other. But, you know, it's just it's just a glorious, funny... And even though the doctor isn't there, he's still, you know, a main character because he's the topic of conversation. And it's it's just a lovely – I love that whole scene. I just think it's charming and delightful and so much fun. And All I right. could go on, but I'll yeah, stop keep, there. No, no, please. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's that's good because if I, if I go on, it's, then we got to go into the sewer and, like, I've got so much. So much. <laughs> All right. So, Clarence, your thoughts. Anything Missy and uh, Clara? Mm. I think for me at a high level, it's just it's interesting to know that the doctor and the master slash Missy used to be friends. That's something that I've been struggling with, especially where I think and maybe you guys answered this for me last week. I don't know. But were they uh, slated as being former friends in the classic as well? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. uh, The third doctor used to talk about that. See, that just puzzles me so much. And we get these glimpses of Missy when she's with Clara, where she's doing like almost a pseudo doctor. And I'm loving all of that. I'm loving Mm -hmm. her dissecting the problem and getting to a solution with Clara. But then she's right back in that mode of being deceitful. So it's for, for me, it's hard to kind of separate the two. And knowing that they were friends at one point is still something that kind of makes my head spin. Um, As far as the interaction with Clara, I thought it was all fun. And like Shannon mentioned, they're at the verge of not stabbing each other in the back, but they're looking over their shoulder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And no, don't turn your back to me. (laughs) Every moment in this episode, and it's such a fun dynamic, especially again, when Missy goes kind of into that, doctor-esque mode which i really Whoa. loved wow i'm thinking about so many different things right now <laughs> i think i kind of got lost on the question um oh we're, we're talking about missy uh, and clara. about missy and clara um yeah what i kept thinking about uh, you know sort of moving in and out of um different modes of appreciating what's going on i kept thinking about michelle gomez and um jenna louise because when, when actors have real chemistry and they're really enjoying working together. It comes right through the screen, you know. And I just feel like the two of them are having a ball. <laughs> and that's so much fun. I just love the fact that they're... Um, it does make you want to see a spinoff series with the Missy and <laughs> Clara. Uh, <laughs> make that happen. Just, exactly. Uh, I guess that's not... It's not too crazy. Um, both of whom you remember, we are led to believe are irretrievably dead, D-E-D dead, at the end of last episode. Um, and I guess the fact that we didn't even talk about it last time uh, is a mark of how little we bought that. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, and 
so yeah, is that a weakness of the script or a, a strength of it that we? I don't know. <laughs> you can have that happen and go. Oh, it's so I, fun. It's like a, it's a who cares? Like I don't care. Just keep just. If, if you're going to give me right. this, I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, know? that's right. Well, um, yeah. I was going to ask if somebody helped me out because Missy explains how she survived the blast, but how did Clara survive? Oh, oh, see, that was what was. I really liked that, and I agree with everything you guys just said again, but. What I liked about that was, yes, I absolutely knew that you were not going to kill Clara and Missy in the first episode. We, you know, knew that that was, you know, going to be resolved. What I liked how they did with explaining that not only is this how she escaped the Daleks, but also how she escaped being fired upon by the Cybermen was mm. she used the weapons energy signature to charge her vortex manipulator. And mm-hmm. she said that her vortex to answer your question, Clarence, her manipulator and the one she gave Clara's were paired. So oh. that's how she did both. And it's a trick she learned from the doctor. doctor yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about the flashback? That's her know, her explanation around. of of how she learned that trick, right? When she's well, yes. Yeah. Well, how did you and, like and it her though, seeing the other characters? I guess oh, a glimpse of that's great. <laughs> Although you just get the <laughs> hair of of the first Doctor, right? Don't you just see the back of his head? That's or right. <laughs> yep, yep. A little bit of a little bit of one, little bit of fourth, little yep. bit. Of, and, and see, that's with. the way you do fan service in a way mm, to where yeah. it's not overwhelming the story, but for mm-hmm. someone who appreciates, you know, oh, white hair, oh, curly hair, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's all you but need. Yeah. But for somebody that doesn't have that, oh, okay, well, who is that? Oh, okay, oh, there's my doctor. So yeah, yeah, you know. we'll take your word yeah. for it. I think. It's so funny that the performances, and I think this goes to what Lee was saying about the the, the actors enjoying each other's company so much. It, it the performances performances were so good, even when they're lying. That <laughs> I it was it was mm-hmm. sort of a, like when she's pretend when Missy is pretending that Clara is not in the Dalek, but she's actually the Dalek that killed Clara. It's like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop and for this to be part of the plan. And then I really, oh no, she's just back to classic Missy now. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, she really wait. wants to watch him kill. Yeah. Clark. Yeah. And she wants him to do it. She can't. Yeah, it's wait. not even, I'll mm-hmm. do it for you. It's, you know, nope. Here's the gun. <laughs> Make it happen. So. So, yeah, so, when do you guys think that Missy actually decided? When I put you in the Dalek, I'm going to try to get him to kill you. Do you think that that was something? That just occurred to her later, or was that her intention all along? Don't you feel like it's because she realizes that Clara can't communicate? <laughs> is, is that part? And, and that made me think, like, how many Daleks in, in history have been trying to say something else and couldn't? Mm, that's sad. Mm, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Know. That's complete. No, 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 no. That, uh, that, no, because oh, yeah. that's one of the points on my list. So, so uh, Clarence, you ask, answer that question. Do you think it was at the beginning, or do you think it was she realized she couldn't say anything differently? 
I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like to me once she realized she couldn't say anything differently. Um, and what a clever way to work this bit into the story, not only mm. with what the, the, um, she could say back to Missy and the doctor, but, you know, ultimately playing into uh, the doctor's encounter way back when or way back in a few, I don't know, time, uh, way back yeah. when he talked <laughs> to little uh, D- Davros. So, yeah, I just think it was clever the way they put it in there. But I don't know what at what point she really made the decision to to try to, you know, get the doctor to kill her, which would be very tragic. <laughs> Lee, what do you think? Well, she one of the things that I love about this script is this this moment of um, Missy sort of fangirling about the doctor solving this very complex problem in four nanoseconds mm-hmm. that all that he has left to live. And she just loves that. He takes advantage of opportunities. Mm. And so I think she may have said, you know what I can do? I can put her in there. And then as the situation goes on, Oh, she can't talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet I can use that mm-hmm. somehow. And then when she meets up with the doctor, it's like, you know what? He needs to kill this dialect. This is too good. I can't believe this is just landed into my mm-hmm. hands. You know? I think she might have. Don't you yeah, think? I think she might have had an inclination because she was she was kind of testing a theory when she was getting Clara to say <laughs> stuff, and then she's like, "Yeah, that that's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. Oh, that works." Oh, yes, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. going back to, and that's yeah. why I asked that question because I interpreted it when when she's having Clara say all of these things, and we hear this limited vocabulary that the Daleks possess, I see Michelle Gomez do this almost gleeful mm-hmm. grin of ha 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 ha. Oh, it's <laughs> it is gleeful, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. But how, nothing makes her happier. But how tragic for uh, another version of Clara to be trapped in a Dalek. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yes. You can't not think about that, can you? Yeah. And it's interesting to watch her her lack of comfort, like what how do I do this? What what do you and you want to say, oh, you know how to do oh, no, it. No, wait, no, no, never mind. Okay, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So before we move on from Missy and Clara, I have to go back to the beginning. And and I'll just go ahead and say this right now. My favorite scene, Clarence, you're going to hurt me, but my favorite scene was the beginning where uh, she has Clara tied up. That's just awesome to me. So, um, <laughs> boo. Well, the gravity-defying skirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't think about that. I never <laughs> thought about that either. There's actually a rope around yeah. it that it kind of explains why her skirt doesn't <laughs> fall down around her shoulders. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> the, the gravity on Scarrow is very different than the gravity <laughs> on her. It's very selective. Yeah. <laughs> And polite. Daleks don't have skirts, so they didn't. Gravity doesn't (laughs) compensate for that. Daleks are nothing but skirts. I don't. don't. So (laughs) is Clara uh, Missy's familiar? Like, who's the witch's familiar in this episode? Yeah, we we were we were off the air before we started talking about this last time. But yeah, why are these two episodes called what they are? Do you suppose? Hmm. I, I think that is kind of the suggestion, but it really isn't a story about Clara. Mm-mm. No, if, if anything, it's the story of the Doctor and Davros. They are just yeah. in the background. Right. But who's the witch yeah. and who's the yeah. familiar? 
I'm not even right. entirely sure who the witch is. And for that matter, <laughs> yeah. who is the um, magician? Magician. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. Is it about the relationship between the Twelfth Doctor and the boy Devros? Hmm. No, no. That, I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but no, that doesn't make sense to me either. It's, it almost works out know. to be Clara in both, because she's kind of the magician's apprentice by being his companion, and she's kind of the witch's familiar by being with well, Missy, hmm. but... I like that, that work. but it's not reachy. a story about Clara. Yeah, exactly. It feels a little reachy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mm, but is it not reachy? Okay, so bear with me. Let's let, let's continue down this tangent mm-hmm. tangent of a road or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> if we look mm. without giving spoilers, but if we look at the overall arc of series nine, and we hear the first mention of the hybrid in this episode. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think it's too far of a stretch to pair Clara as being the witch's familiar because she is with Missy in this episode more so than she was in the last. She's the the magician's apprentice in the first one. I that I could buy that. So maybe maybe hmm. Who knows? I, there's I such, don't. Yeah, there's such fairy tale titles, and there's nothing fairy tale feeling mm-hmm. about this. Like this doesn't well, have that. It, I don't know. The titles just don't seem to work. Or well, no, they work, yeah. but they don't seem to fit. I'm not sure what I'm trying <laughs> to say here. Well, 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 maybe it's more of a Grimm's fairy tale than <laughs> than a you know Disney <laughs> fairy tale. Yeah. Right. This is not Disney's Doctor Who. This is, you know, well, uh, not yet. <laughs> it, it's it's about to be Disney's. There's Doctor a lot of bubbling Who. sewage, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, real, not real Disney. <laughs> That's not uh, yeah. so speaking. You, 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 you don't see that in uh, the Beast Castle in Beauty and the Beast, you know. <laughs> so speaking of sewage, let's talk about Davros, the Daleks, and the Doctor. <laughs> Not saying the Doctor is sewage in any way, but, of course, Davros and the Daleks. So we get this heartwarming scene between (laughs) Davros and the Doctor. And, Lee, I want to point this one to you first. Anything about Davros and the Doctor you want to talk about, go for it. Well, I'm more like Shannon, especially in the... um, like in the seventh doctor's time, sixth and seventh, that every time a Davro showed up, you're like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> How much of him is left now? <laughs> oh, he's a head in a bubble. Of course. Uh, <laughs> he's almost gone. Thank away like Missy's stick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then, you know, in, in new who we've learned that he has, uh, there was enough of him to, for him to start cloning himself mm-hmm. back again. But, uh, Anyway, now we see that there's about half of him at, at this point. So, but but going back to Genesis of the Daleks and just the whole construction of that that character, just the whole I, Terry Nation's whole idea of him, it, I have always found fascinating, and I just love the revelation that the creator of the Daleks has one useful arm and one eye, and. And so he made a whole army of things that have one useful arm and one eye. I just, I just think that's, that's, uh, 
such a brilliant insight into the way, you know, people think. Created in his own and image. Exactly. They are literally, they look like him. And, you know, um, the narcissism, mm-hmm. right? You know, <laughs> I'm perfect the way I am. So, uh, which is exactly why when I saw this the first time, I shouted no at the screen when he opened his eyes. Because I said, no, his eyes are gone. He doesn't just have them closed. No. Mm-hmm. what Watching it this time, that didn't bother me so much. Um he, he his electronic eye he he feels is superior, and so his uh, his uh, uh, humanoid eyes have atrophied. Mm. You know, okay, I'll I'll buy that. And Missy knows that. That's why she pokes him in the electric <laughs> electronic eye at the end. You know, mm. um, but so it is. It's a very interesting, complex relationship, and we have understood over the years that Davros started out trying to save his people. That really was his plan. That's in Genesis of the Daleks. Mm. And the whole thing just got sicker and sicker the more he worked on it. So his his sort of sentimental appeal to the doctor here makes a lot of sense. And so we, we don't we can't judge the doctor for falling for it. And so he does. And then double twist. No he didn't. He knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> And so we can still punch the air, even though we still got that that real um, touching moment of the doctor uh, wanting to extend compassion to his his worst enemy. Um, and I just buy all of it. And you, I can't say enough good things about Julian Bleach, um, who has been, I guess, is always Davros in, uh, in New Who. In New yes. Who. It's a very subtle, nuanced performance. For somebody who knows that he's got got a ton of prosthetics on, and you have to act through that. Um, the only other the only other actor I know who is more brilliant at that that I can think of that I think is working today would be Doug Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, yeah, Doug Jones not being available for this, <laughs> Julian Bleach. Mm. So for one thing, you can't stuff Doug Jones into that little chair. Mm. But um, <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I just, I, I do. I just love all of these scenes with the two of them together. Awesome. Just one. Awesome. Clarence, what do you think? Davros and the Doctor. Uh, everything Lee said. <laughs> but I also think it was a, a great show of give and take and battling with this notion of genocide, which, which you know, we've, the Doctor's battled with before in, in Genesis. So, yeah, I, I loved all those performances from those two and just the I don't know I feel like the doctor was actually somewhat trying to be a doctor in this episode mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. was they called it an infirmary I guess he was actually trying yeah. to help he was trying to help and of course like Lee said he was two steps ahead of, of us but um, yeah I was really surprised by the notion that he would give some of his regeneration energy uh, away I just, uh, that just makes no sense to me whatsoever, but it was a moment of compassion and it kind of plays into going back to young Davros of, of the compassion he showed at the very beginning of this two parter to, to this kid and this minefield. Um, so yeah, they kind of playing with that through line here. And I just thought the performances were great and just great seeing them bounce uh, back and forth against each other on this. Awesome. Shannon, what about you? 
So I have a question that might is probably a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is Davros giving, is he kind of covering his bases by saying, I'm going to make the, there's two possibilities for getting regeneration energy from the doctor. I'm going to get him to grab the cables to commit genocide, or I'm going to get him to grab the cables <laughs> to give me regeneration energy. Mm. Mm. Yep. Makes yep. sense. I think you're right. Yep. So I think, I think plan A failed and he went to plan B. Yeah. And had, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious, had, had Davros, uh, been actually gracious and accepting and and what we thought he was going to be would that have all just played out would he have just seen the sunset sunrise and then died i assume yeah huh so they were kind of giving each other the opportunity to behave yeah i don't know yeah i'm just curious what the choices Mm -hmm. were that they were giving each other i think so yeah so yeah Oh, and by the way, are we surprised that the doctor can uh, share uh, yeah. Archeron energy at will? <laughs> mm, I, I don't like it. Yeah. It, it, and Clarence, you didn't like it the last time he did it. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, when, when, did, when did we see this He before? healed in the Angels Take Manhattan. He healed River's Hand uh, after she had oh, been yes, stuck. Oh, yes, he did. Uh, That's right. By the, you know, her hand it was stuck and she broke her arm or broke her wrist. That's right. And he yeah. gave her some regeneration energy. That's right. And of course, she gave him everything. Uh, yeah. True. But she See, also slapped him whenever he did that, I think. <laughs> See, if he stopped giving away all this regeneration energy, he wouldn't turn black. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> cut, it out. cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Oh, so you consider this a demotion then? I edit point, I Cal. Edit point. I, I, <laughs> I could help myself. Oh. Clarence is on record. Clarence this regeneration. Has gone on record. <laughs> he did say he loots the. I'm set up now. Drop the mic. Clarence has left the building. I think he should. Wow. <laughs> oh, and we thought we didn't like Chris Chibnall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Clarence Brown. <laughs> that was He's a fired. All right. No, you can never be fired. All right. You've got a lifetime. Uh, you've got a lifetime yeah. contract. You can't get out of it. He's got, <clears throat> he has unlimited regeneration. All, right. um, all right. So let me jump in. Now, what I really liked about this, and I agree, you know, breaking the record here, um, once again, agree with everything you guys said, but I really liked the introduction of the word mercy Mm. because it once again tells me what an awesome writer Stephen Moffat is. And I remember when I watched this the first time, I went back when the Dalek a Dalek, not the Dalek, but a Dalek said mercy before the doctor yeah. did not hear the Dalek because it was the a scene between a Dalek and River Song, not the doctor. So he never knew that the um, Dalek said mercy. You know, it didn't, the whole yeah. thing, it was River. So I love that, that the way that he went back and explain why the Dalek was saying Marcy. That was cool. Her response to it was very different too, as I recall. One more time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. I do want to point out really, really quick that the corridors of this whole Scarrow layout was modeled a lot like the first Dalek story so that it would have that nostalgia feel. So I thought that that was really cool. Lee, I want to ask you really quick about something the doctor said, and we've kind of, you know, hinted around it, kind of talked around it a little bit. But what did you think of the sewer? Because you you posted a message, obviously liking that comment earlier today. What did you think of the Daleks in the sewer? I, I, I like that he went for an obvious pun, but uh, <laughs> that's what it tickled me about that. But But this whole concept... Um, I think is lovely because this to me is just good screenwriting is that there's such an ick factor to being in the sewer in the first place. And then we find out that it's alive. Mm -hmm. And then we find out that it's, it's Daleks who are not really ever allowed to fully die. They just get flushed down the sewer and and they're, they're still more somehow in in some hell state of being alive. Um, And so that's horrifying. So for a lot of writers, that would be sufficient. It's not going to provide the the plot point that saves the day in the end, you know? <laughs> and that, I think, is completely brilliant. The, so if I had a hat on, I would take it off. <laughs> so are we on Scarrow or New Scarrow? Like, is this the same planet from old? Hmm. And I, I just assumed that it was. But, um, yeah, after the time war, who knows? Okay, I mean, it probably is. I, I may have misheard something before. Yeah, but I, th- are, well, I think you're right, Dave. I think he says they rebuilt it. Yeah, you you, yeah. you two are both right. I mean, That's because right. it was not like Gallifrey was out there and you just couldn't find it. This was the Daleks. This is basically New Scarrow, even though they called it Scarrow. So where did all the dead Daleks come from? Were they on the old one? Or these is are they did they just go through them that fast? <laughs> oh, or do we know what do we know what year this right. is? Fair. Ooh, good point. Because how new is New Scarrow if it's yeah. yeah. That's good point, Clarence. Coming in series eighteen of Doctor Who, new 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 <laughs> Scarrow. <laughs> right. With cats. <laughs> with the cat with the cat nurses. So All right, so ladies and gentlemen, do you guys have any other comments, thoughts, anything before we get into our finals? Because literally, those are my notes, and I'm curious if you guys have any other things you wanted to bring up. If so, please, by all means, go for it. I do. We know Shannon does. Of course, I always do. (laughs) My one question, so my question here is, what is, so not the pointed stick, but... uh, why why the confessional disc do we do we just not have have we not closed off that point yet because there was that whole thing about what happens if the doctor loses hope did he really think he was going to die what have we is that still an ongoing thing yes Yes. series nine we we will revisit the confession dial again i think in the ninth or tenth episode okay because we didn't kind of wrap up that point so i just wanted to make sure we were still yeah. okay no nope. we will have a very long time an extremely <laughs> long time to wrap that's true up yeah that point i Fair. promise 
Um, and yeah, really one of the things that this two-parter does is um, lay the groundwork for the story arc of um, season Got two, uh, season nine. That's mm-hmm. it. So yeah. Did the gong just go off? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I, I, I hit <laughs> I got to I got to stop doing that cuz I know that in the edit there's not a lot you can do about it. That that is the arm that my microphone is on. Every now and then I gesticulate and hit that yeah. thing and it I, yeah. Sorry anyway. to interrupt, but that was funny. No. No, but if I was the one talking, maybe I can say what I was saying over do you know? I don't let me I was going to say it, it'll be on my uh it's, Hey, th- it's that's not that noticeable. Yep, yeah, that's background incidentals. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead, Clarence. Oh, I was going to just add that also the notion of am I a good man came up again. Mm. Yes. 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 That's right. And and from Davros. Mm. Isn't that fun? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Does the doctor decide to save him just so he doesn't have to answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, and what do we think about this whole enemies slash friends thing because i one of the the questions i have about this this story is that it seems like missy is working really hard to save the doctor it does Mm -hmm. it does yeah yeah and 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 there's a point at which she'll uh cheerfully off clara in the process i don't understand but her (laughs) but her goal seems to be to rescue the doctor and to me and then to make this speech about you don't, you know, your enemies are your friends and your friends are your enemies. So, I kind of get the feeling like, you know, save him for me. If anybody's going to kill the doctor, it's going to be me. Sort of yeah, thing. maybe so. Mm. I, I, I'm going to disagree. I think that this incarnation of the master had a weird, uh, a, a quirk, a, um, mutation whatever you want to call it <laughs> but there's something mm. in this regeneration cycle or this incarnation i guess is a better word of the master that i think genuinely had some altruistic goodness embedded somewhere hidden in there of course you'd like to think that cow of course <laughs> <laughs> just saying well and spoilers i think later on what we're going to have reason to believe it more more fully so i think that the groundwork is being laid here all right so any other items no. these are good by the way shannon's got okay more, keep you? going shannon do i what do, what what do i oh i'm just guessing <laughs> oh no i don't actually <laughs> Uh, I, so I didn't want to interrupt on that, but I'll tell you that I was, Clarence had reminded me of something that we've talked before about, um, about the master that if you go back to classic series as, and we know Stephen Moffat really wants to reach back into classic who, and, and continue with questions that are raised there and concepts. And part of the, what we learn from the, the master and the third doctor is this sense that they, well, the master keeps making speeches. We're not so different, you and I, doctor, and that kind of thing. Um, and I can't remember if they say this expressly or there's just some confrontation in which I, I really, I, I, I felt like what they were trying to tell us was this, but that they both feel like they had the mission of bringing some kind of order to the cosmos. They just, 
they just don't see any reason for all of the the violence and all the mayhem and all the disorder and that we're time lords we're supposed to be in charge of everything let's face it so we just need to do it and but where the two of them as friends parted ways is that the doctor really wants there to be peace by people understanding each other and getting to know each other and you know learning what they have in common instead of dwelling on what what is different about them and the master wants there to be peace in the universe under his heel mm. Mm. and they just disagree about how you get to that kind of peace and order and it's tr- and they they've been as the centuries have gone by they've been getting further and further apart but when the day is done they still remember being boys together they you know they know um and 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 you know it's really uh in that um 10th doctor story where uh, uh, martha saves everything by having people think about the doctor you know <laughs> uh and the master is dying and the doctor begs him to regenerate you know he says don't let it end like this and it's it's I, I think that's always really under under beneath for the doctor and the master. So uh, you know maybe maybe Missy just can't stand the idea of him really of him being killed by Davros. You know, ick. Mm. No, and you know I, I I don't think that precludes Shannon being right too. You know, no, he can't die like that. I'm gonna kill him, but I just don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> you know, I want to at least be there. <laughs> I don't know. I, Anyway, well, let me add this, you know, uh, with the master and the doctor, they are so similar to all these other, whether it be comic books, whether it be literature, Mm -hmm. you know, these arc enemies, you know, these rivals, you have to have, I think, some common something. And you could, you know, let me use Reed Richards and Dr. Doom as an example. Mm -hmm. They were friends once there, there was something that happens and sends them on different paths and it grows further and further apart as they go along. But there's still that common starting place and they work. And same thing with Magneto and professor Xavier. So, I mean, and we could Mm -hmm. keep going and going and going, but these things that work seem to have some commonality connecting those two characters together. Yeah. Interesting. And you know what also is interesting? What also is interesting are our favorite scenes. <laughs> so Clarence, favorite scene, what was yours? Uh, now I'm into wearables. I, I I think I like the sonic glasses now or sonic shades. Mm. Um, I I hated it last time I saw this episode, but <laughs> for some reason now I buy it. So dare mm. I say the sonic shades were my favorite scene. Mm. Okay, sonic <laughs> shades. All right, Shannon Perry, what say you? I loved that first scene with Missy and Clara. So I think I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the first scene. <laughs> I just think it's too much fun. There's too many great lines in there. All right. Yeah. Lee Shackelford, what say you? I, I so admire a reverse and a double reverse. So that whole sequence of 
the doctor extending some compassion and then Davril saying, ha ha, I tricked you. And then it's the doctor says, no, actually I tricked you. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's just glorious. I just love it. (laughs) So let me clarify, no pun intended, my favorite scene, which Mm. was specifically Missy shoves Clara off the ledge. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that was just yeah. so funny. A rock or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just love the loop about twenty feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was awesome. The little tilt of the head, twenty feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. I was way. counting. All right. Favorite quote. Lee, I want to start with you. Favorite quote. Because you know what it is. Your sewers are revolting. <laughs> quite literally. It's quite literally. It's wonderful. All right. Clarence, favorite quote. It'll be from Davros where he says, genocide in a moment, such slaughter, not in self-defense, not a simple act of war, genocide as a choice. Are you ready, doctor? So many... So many backs with a single knife. Are you ready to be a god? So, yeah. Yeah. Shannon, yeah. favorite I, quote. I had to write this down, but it's when Missy says, he must have got through several thousand calculations in the time it takes to fire off a disintegrator. Seriously, what a swat. <laughs> 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 it's the best line. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> what a swat. <laughs> She and you him. know what? Let me put this in, uh, and I didn't write this down, but this was a Missy line, and it, and I'll put this as honorable mention, but it is something that is not often said in Doctor Who. Bitch, the bitch is back. Yes, that's right. You know, mm. um, and I, I kind of wonder because the the standards are different. Well, broadcast standards are different. That may not be in the BBC America version. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. I, I could be wrong about that, but yeah. Anyway. But I, I think even though it was shown earlier in the day, I think in the way it was referenced specifically, maybe because it was a song that yeah. it passed their standards, perhaps. Well, if they can play the song, then she can say it. Yeah. yeah. So I have to say go. one of the most interesting lines to me, they actually put in the mouth of Davros, which I thought was fascinating but he says something about we've slaughtered i've slaughtered millions of your children you've taken millions of my soldiers whatever we have exhausted the conventional means of communication (laughs) that is really cynical and Mm, pointed but very interesting yep yeah Mm -hmm. and you say well no that's historically that's not that's that's that's, he's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah I mean, you met in war. the The first time yeah. you met was in yeah. war. Yeah. yeah. Whose war is it? Is it? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I love the other line. I'm sorry. I told you I wrote down like a dozen nope, lines. Keep going. Another one is: if the yeah. doctor assumes he's going to die, what happens then? We do. <laughs> yeah. Seeing Clara in that same scene, that's a great line. We do. Yep. You know, th- that led into, I believe, what was or either right before that or right after that my favorite quote was when missy is asking you know how does the doctor or why does the doctor always survive and clara responds he's clever he always assumes that he's going to survive he just has to find it i love that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that was great yeah. that's it. great mm-hmm. 
Oh, can I give a you quick honorable mention on a scene when the doctor emerges from the infirmary in the chair? Yes. He's just like having a ball. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, and there's a great quote there too where he's like, you know, this guy survived all these things and all these millions of man- maniacal little tanks pointed at him for so many years. I'm definitely having his chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's, yeah, that is a really fun scene. Where did I get this tea? I'm the doctor. Get over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So everybody, let's give our final rating. Shannon, final rating. What do you say ye? Five gloppy Daleks out of five. Awesome. <laughs> Lee, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lee, what say ye? I gotta do five out of five too. Five pointy sticks out of five. <laughs> All right, Clarence, what say you? Five Davros chairs out of five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only other chair on the planet is kind of a crappy, like plastic one from yeah. Target or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Davros wants to make sure he knows that he did him a favor by coming up with that. It's a good point. The yeah. only other, ch- I mean, they don't oh. need chairs. No. Uh, all right. For me, I'm going to give this five falling Claras out of five. <laughs> that's, that's four yes. feet per Clara, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too funny. All right. So does anybody else have anything else before we go? I don't think so. Not, no, not for me. This was delightful. Thank you for bringing me along. As always, can't wait for you to be back on with us again. And for everyone listening, thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending some time with us. Let us know what you thought about this episode, this two-parter, this particular episode, or the story in general. Let us know. Let Let us know. And as always, we will be back next time.